Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Brainke. Today's episode of the Business Bites Podcast. I am Rachel Brainke, your host for the next 10 minutes as we are going to discuss a little bit about bootstrapping your own website. I think one of the most overwhelming things for technically challenged individuals is getting a website set up. Social media is totally relatively easy because the structure, format, and everything is provided for you. When you set up a website or a blog, it's pretty much the world is your oyster at that point. You can set up however you want to do it, but it can be really, really overwhelming. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm probably one of the most technologically challenged individuals. I have broken my website more times than I can count. So a lot of my tips today are going to be from my experience so you don't do what I have done in the past. And I'm also going to start off by saying having someone to custom design and manage, those are not necessarily the same person, but to manage a website for you is probably one of the most valuable things you can do, especially in this day and age when having an online presence is so crucial. It brings you such cheap and highly successful marketing. Uh, It gives you a platform to speak to your audience or potential customers, and you just need to have it. You need to be there. Uh, whether you're running an Etsy store and you want to branch out and grow, you need to have a website, you could be a brick and mortar product or service, and but I still truly believe you need an online presence. So I just want to walk through with you guys a little bit of my recommendations of how to set up a site relatively easy, but so that you can customize it for yourself. Um, I'm not talking about... Uh, places out there that the hosting includes the setup for you. I am going to walk you guys through how to set up your own WordPress website so that you're able to customize it with plugins and themes so that it can do what you want to do um, and within reason. And uh, just you just know that going into this is going to be trial and error. So the first step that we want to do anytime that we're going to look up to set up the website is make sure we have a good hosting capability. I am a big fan of Imagely hosting. um, And I've got a couple other recommendations that I can include in the show notes as well. But you really want to have a good, stable hosting environment and also ensure that the individuals or the company rather that's going to be hosting your website ensure they have really good customer service um I got sucked into a company last year that was not very good with customer service, killed me on Black Friday, which is one of my biggest days of the year. And long story short, it, it was a really, really, really bad experience. They, My site was essentially held hostage. There was no responsiveness on customer service. And I would have paid thousands upon thousands of dollars to have good customer service in that moment when I'm supposed to be cooking turkey and I'm in my office crying over a keyboard because I couldn't get the site to work. And that was not my fault. That was all on their end. So having a good host is really important. Um, But the second thing is I also recommend that you have, uh, you utilize WordPress platform. WordPress itself is free. You can get a WordPress uh, site for free, all set up with templates and so forth if you are still totally bootstrapping your business. Um, And it doesn't cost you anything. The downfall to that is you're going to have your business name, .wordpress.com in the URL. And I'm not really a big fan of that kind of tag. We want to focus on your business and who you are. 
Uh, so you can have with whoever majority of people that I know about hosting, I know Imagely for sure and a couple others, they have they will do a WordPress install. You get the WordPress installed and it's a blank canvas for you to load anything you want. And this is where I feel like a lot of times individuals, solopreneurs, busy parents or entrepreneurs like you guys listening get tripped up because you go, what do I do now? I recommend, and this is what I've done for all of my websites, um, none of them have been custom built. I have kind of custom built them by taking themes that have had really good recommendations, really good coding, and then supplemented with plugins for the features that I wanted to utilize. So good hosting, get the WordPress install, and then I recommend a couple of different places that you can check out some themes. Uh, one of them is also the host that I just mentioned a little bit ago, Imagely, which by the way, they're not sponsoring this episode, just wanted to share them because they are completely awesome. Really good coding in their work. There's also Studio Press. Both that and Imagely are on what's called a Genesis theme. Don't be too concerned about getting wrapped around that. Essentially, as you have WordPress, then you install Genesis, and then you install what's called a child theme, which is the theme that you want to install into the WordPress to make it pretty. Um, the other place that I recommend is Theme Forest. Uh, that's not a Genesis, it's just simply download the template, upload it into WordPress, and then you customize it with the options. Uh, the downfall in Theme Forest is that there's a whole bunch of different authors, theme options can be in different places, there's not always clean, good coding, which if you remember at the beginning of the episode I talked about I've killed my site a few times. It's not necessarily me. It was me purchasing perhaps not a such good coded theme that sets up all the um, the structure and the fonts and the colors and pictures and everything that I want. So make sure that you're looking at the ratings, um, not just what's pretty and user friendly, but also the ratings, how many times it's been purchased uh, and what type of support is provided by the, uh, the author or creator of that theme as well. So once I get that, I find a theme that I really enjoy. Um, I take and I'll narrow down to like three or five and I'll test them all sorts of mobile devices, make sure they're very responsive on mobile, see the options that are available to me. Um, and then I also keep in mind that I can build out a lot within frameworks with other plugins. Um, and that's the next step is after you've done your, you get your hosting, you've done your WordPress install, you load your theme, fix all those options, then you can have uh, WordPress plugins. There's range from free to paid that are out there. Paid, you're, you're obviously gonna get better support because you get what you pay for. Um, and it can be a variety of things. Um, there's free plugins, but then you pay for the subscription for the service, such as MailChimp, if you wanna collect email newsletters. Some of the MailChimp plugins are free, but then obviously the MailChimp service, you have to pay at a certain point. So those are just the kind of things you have to think about while you're bootstrapping and building your uh, website. For me, I sit down, I do everything up to the point of the plugins. I invest in a really good coded theme because that is going to be the framework that is going to be, I don't want to have any technical issues because having to pay someone to come clean up is going to be way more expensive. Um, and then I go on priority order of the plugins that I actually need, of the functions that I need to include with the website. Um, and that's kind of how I go for, through a budget standpoint and an aesthetic. What are the most important functions that I need right now 
to be live. Um, and then I just spend time on the website and I constantly monitor um, how it's working. Um, just like I had a brick and mortar store where you come in every day, you turn on the lights, you check the cash register. I do the exact same thing with my website. I try to do a run through every few days, uh, make sure everything's working really well. Um, on multiple devices, uh, Wi-Fi, non-Wi-Fi, and so forth, just to make sure there's not any quirks or bugs going on. and Because that's really important um, in this mobile day and age. A lot of people are on tablets or phones. And so we want to make sure it looks good there and it's responsive as well. And you won't know that if you don't test it yourself. And one thing, last thing I do want to leave with you guys on this. It sounds like a lot of crazy technical information. Totally understand. It really is not that difficult if you look at the good reviews, find people that have good support, because those that have good support and good companies that sell the themes and or plugins, you'll learn through the process. Um, you'll learn how to do things. And I really strongly recommend that you do go through learning all of this, even if you are the head of your company and trying to be just the manager. Say you may have a team, you may have a web guy, it's still important to learn how to upload a plugin, disable a plugin, edit something because you may not be able to get a hold of so-and-so individual. That was one of the issues I also had. It was a perfect storm last Black Friday. I couldn't get a hold of my web person either because they were with their family on Thanksgiving. And so um, it, it's good to know you need to have your hands on, at least even if you have someone set it all up for you, have them sit down and walk you through how it all works, what the quirks may be. Um, and I, um, one thing I should have said from the very beginning, Always recommend before you make major theme changes, any plugin changes, make sure you run a backup of your site. Um, you can do this in a variety of ways. There's plugins that do it, but also your host can do it as well. You should have multiple backups running so that in case there is ever an issue, you can just roll back to the last time it was backed up and hopefully you won't lose too much content or information from your site. So I hope that gives you guys a nice little structure to figure out how to bootstrap and get your blog, website, or shop online. Um, really important to do it. Sit down, go through these steps. If you have any questions at all, there's a plethora of resources on the web that can help you. I'll drop some in the show notes as well. And if you have not gotten the website yet, make a goal. Let's see if you can get it done in the next four to six weeks. If you already have one, run through, run check, see how you can improve the user, um, user experience on your site and the responsiveness. How can you make it so that it can convert higher for more successful business for you? Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of the Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbitespodcast.com. Until next time.